It's time to take the edge off with The Edge Agency. Pour yourself a glass of wine, kick back and relax while we ask the tough questions and get down to the nitty gritty of being a business owner. Hey guys, welcome to Take the Edge Off podcast. I'm your co-host, Alex Rodford. And I'm Lindsay Hogan. So today's podcast is going to be a little bit different. Um, This may be your first time listening, or maybe you've listened to every podcast we've had so far. We've had five that have been released. Um, So we wanted to give everybody a quick recap and update on the past guests and our key takeaways from their sessions and give you just a little background info. And um, you guys may have learned a little bit about Lindsay and I through our interviewing the podcast guests, but we also wanted you guys to get to know us a little bit better too. Yeah. So this one's going to be a little bit different. (laughs) (laughs) So before we talk about the recap of all of our guests, let's tell them like a little bit about us. Okay. All the things you like about me. <laughs> so like, I think one of the, the funniest things is I don't like remember the first time I met certain people, but I so vividly remember meeting you. <laughs> How funny is that? Just the things that you remember. Yeah. We met what, like three years ago. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like a lifetime ago. It does. We probably knew each other in another life or something. Sure. But, um, okay. So I remember when it was at the mortgage company we were at and there was like this outside event going on and there was all these different companies there with tents and it was so hot and I was brand new to the industry and the company. And I walked outside and you were standing by like one of my new like coworker friends and you had these like giant sunglasses on and you were like beautiful. And I was like, ratchet (laughs) and you were like nice but also like not overly friendly I mean I don't know friendly friendly isn't the word like you were just like polite like hi I'm Alex like nice to meet you and I was like well does she not want to know about my whole life (laughs) like I'm confused and but like it was because you were like so beautiful that it was like intimidating a little bit and you like I'm pretty sure we're in stilettos and you like worked for a law firm so I mean just That's all true. of those and meanwhile Lindsay I think probably had on softball shorts hair in a ponytail <laughs> beer in one hand cornhole bag in the other and I'm like um I need to be in the shade because it's hot I can't play your game right now <laughs> I'm like playing cornhole with all the boys at the office. That was so funny. And then I feel like from there, like, I don't even know how it took off, but we just like escalated as friends. Yes, for sure. I remember us going to a few networking events together Mm -hmm. um, over time, just getting to know each other. And one of them that I think probably when we started going from like a work friendship to a personal friendship was... Do you remember when we went to the Capitol Grill? Yes. And I think there was a networking event. We were a little bit early. We stopped at Capitol Grill. We are going to have a glass of wine before and just kind of chit-chat mm-hmm. and prepare for where we were going next. And I was having a really hard day that day. And I didn't know Lindsay very well. And I was trying to keep it together. 
and not tell her what was bothering me that day. And I made it almost all the way through until we were about to leave. And then we went to the bathroom and I just lost it and was like, I'm getting a divorce. And I haven't told anybody. You did not even make it all the way through. As soon as I walked in and saw you in the bathroom, you told me. It was so stressful, but we didn't know each other all that well yet. So, um, I felt so like, I was like, do we need, like, do I need to drive you home? Like, do you just want to go lay on the couch? Are you okay? And you were like, no, I'm going to go to this. And like, it's my job and you know, I'm going to push through. And I was like, wow, she's so tough. Like, this is crazy. Probably should have just went home. Yeah. (laughs) I think there's a country song about that somewhere. But then, so I was with you through like your life in shambles and Mm -hmm. yes. So Mm -hmm. after that, I started going to therapy after Mm -hmm. my divorce Mm -hmm. because just to make sure the wheels didn't fall off my go-kart completely (laughs) and not sure if that worked or not. (laughs) So I started going to therapy and our therapist, her name is Sandy Schremer. Shout out to Sandy Schremer (laughs) and um, just loved it. And so then I referred Lindsay Mm -hmm. to her as well. Because I was engaged and we were approaching the wedding. So then we went to Sandy for premarital for our first premarital counseling session. And lo and behold, I did not know, but I like, I got broken up with in my first premarital counseling session, blindsided. And it was off. I mean, it was horrible. And then, I mean, the session itself was like three hours long. I mean, Sandy kept me for that second half of it, but, um, then the next day you called me and you were like, How'd the session go? Don't you love her so much? And I was like, I got broken up with. And I started bawling. And you like felt my pain. Yeah. So it was like we both had these traumatic experiences and we felt each other's pain. And it just yeah. like, it like interweaved our souls or something. Mm-hmm. I feel for other people's pain, but I don't typically cry like for other people, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. But I remember your voice breaking on the phone and it was so heartbreaking and mm-hmm. I cried because you were crying and I was, it's, it was crazy. But so we just were heartbroken together for about a year. Yeah. Would you say? And we just were like ups and downs and we just, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. got t- tattoos together. <laughs> the doorbell <laughs> just rang. The door. We were at Alex's house podcasting and the doorbell just rung. We're not, we're not quite sure. Alex, who was at the door? <laughs> Some of Tristan's friends. In case we didn't mention, I'm a mom of two. Mm-hmm. They're not home right now, but the little neighbor kids were wanting to ride bikes. Yeah. Tristan had to tell him he's not home right now. <laughs> Don't ring the doorbell during your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, so fast forwards now, and obviously yeah. we work together. We have a podcast together. It's mm-hmm. going really well. Um, God, we've had such cool people that we've we talked have. to from this experience. We have, we have, we've had some really great people. I feel like, you know, one of my favorite things about what we do is this podcast because mm-hmm. it just brings out this excitement and this passion in everyone that we're talking to. And a lot of the feedback that we've gotten about how inspiring it's been to certain people who maybe they never thought they could own a business or never even thought it was an option. And mm-hmm. now suddenly it's like a light bulb went off in their head. Like that's just such a cool thing to spark in somebody. Yes. 
So it's, it's been really cool. I feel like I've learned so much. I've been so inspired and some of the answers have surprised me mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, okay. So our first podcast, so diving, diving into the recap, mm-hmm. our first podcast with Jordan Shoemate, mm-hmm. episode one, y'all, we were so nervous mm-hmm. with this podcast. It was our first recording and it was Jordan's first ever podcast. We drank a lot of wine that podcast. (laughs) Like it was really funny because we had some beta test group listen to it and they were like, oh, like you rambled a little bit here, like a little bit there. And I was like, yeah, because we were kind of like (laughs) tipsy a little bit. Yes. Yes. That was really good. Having the positive, like just the constructive criticism and feedback after the first one. Yeah. And we did try to, I don't know if you guys have noticed over the times of the different podcasts, but we've tried to change them up a little bit and make them better each time. But each person like takes the podcast in a totally different direction and we never really know where they're going to go. So that part's been cool. It's been really cool. And it's so funny because before each of our podcasts, we always pray that whatever that person has to say, like it just reaches someone and it's what someone needs to hear. And I'm like getting chills thinking Mm -hmm. about it because through all of our podcast, all of them, or at least most of them, God has been brought up and we did not orchestrate that conversation. Like it was not spoken about before it started. Mm -hmm. It was not asked. And like the, our, our guest they brought it up mm-hmm. and that has just been like one of my favorite yeah. parts. I, mm-hmm. and Alex and I sit there like trying to remain calm when they're talking about mm-hmm. God, but we're freaking out on the inside because it was her, Alex and I praying like just with each other. Like mm-hmm. we did not pray with the guest. Mm-hmm. So it was cool to see our prayer come to life in front of our eyes. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I love how when you like start digging into people's lives and their career paths and how they got into business for themselves, that's a huge deal. It takes a lot of courage and a lot of just fearlessness and bravery or whatever. And so, I mean, when you do something really crazy like that, like, of course God's involved, you know, like from my perspective, if it was me. So I just think it's cool how it comes out with certain people like that he was guiding them into something so crazy. And if you listen, I mean, that's kind of what almost all of them say. Like when they talk about taking the leap of faith, they're like, here we go. Like hope this works, you know, that was definitely like not to skip around a lot, but here we go. Like David in episode Mm -hmm. two, Mm -hmm. that was totally his mantra. He was like, so David was an ex gang member Mm -hmm. and basically like he is a criminal defense attorney and an activist and an author now. Mm -hmm. And he like looked at us in the podcast and he was like, and I can't remember that if this was on air, I'm like 99% sure it was, but he was like, Lindsay, I've been shot at. I've been stabbed. Mm -hmm. I ain't scared. Like, let's start this business. Let's do that. God's got me. And I was like, Oh yeah. All right, here we go. Yeah. David was probably one of our most passionate, um, guests I'd say. Yeah. That's a good word. Yeah. Intense. Passionate. Intense. That's, I think that's how we described his podcast to people who hadn't listened. And he's super intense in like the best way. Yeah. He's got such an underdog, like glory story of just like overcoming. And so, I mean, if you can go from being like an ex gang member with 17 arrests to being a business owner, being an author, being an activist, 
I mean, I don't know what the excuse is for the rest of us. We all have the same 24 hours in a day. (laughs) The cool thing was that I really liked is we went from episode one with Jordan, who her dad was a CEO and had business background, but Jordan didn't think that was her path. But she kind of was like molded into it to David's story. But they're both like business owners. They're both doing it and they both come from such different backgrounds. So it was so cool to like, just have both of those be our catalyst for take the edge off as mm-hmm. just two very different stories. Yeah. That was really, yes. really cool to see back to back. Yes. I love that. Okay. So episode three with Hannah, Hannah Brincher is an author yes. and an influencer. We just adore her. She was a fun one. Mm-hmm. We didn't. So we didn't, I met Hannah once Mm -hmm. before, Mm -hmm. but it was like very casual and like, I was like, she's never going to remember me, you know, whatever. But then we just took a shot in the dark and emailed, Mm -hmm. um, her and her team. And we were like, we're only two episodes in take the edge off. We are (laughs) podcast peasants. (laughs) Like, how is she, you know, she going to say yes to this? And she did. And it was, I mean, yeah, amazing. That was really positive for us. Someone with, I think she has what, 40,000 followers. Um, and she speaks all over the world. She did a Ted talk. So having her on was really, really fun. Um, one of my favorite things about her is, um, she is really present on social media, But she doesn't use her platform as like a look at me, like a lot of influencers do. She's constantly pointing people like to wisdom or good advice or just like encouragement, you know, like it's you can tell that she's really trying to make an impact on people and just love them. Yes. She is someone who truly loves people where they are. Yeah which is really cool to see in the world. And I love what you talked about that podcast about how you said that like Tristan went to the doctor and they jumped all over you. The doctor jumped all over you when he heard that you got Tristan in a phone and he just like started spitting statistics and research at you about how it affects your mental health. And that was so perfect for Hannah's episode because she suffers with depression Mm -hmm. and she really has to be careful with um, her time on social media. And she spoke into that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think it's something that we're all kind of struggling with. There's this, we're all struggling. This is like totally off topic, but there's this girl on Instagram. She's got a lot of followers. Her name is Chessie King. Uh I think I sent it to you. And her whole Instagram is called love my body. And she, all her pictures will be like side by side. And it'll be one where she's dressed like really beautiful, looking like a model. And then the next one is the same outfit, same day. And she's just posed in a different way. And it's not a very flattering picture. So everything she posts is just like, yeah, it looks great on social media, but also here's real life. Interesting. And she's getting like all of these, um, like all this attention and all these followers because she's just being real. So now all these people are like hashtag love my body posting like, just all these, yeah, all their imperfections and being proud of them. And I love that because I don't know, I feel like social media can be so fake and it, oh, yeah. it's like, that's why people are struggling so much and feeling insecure and feeling so depressed the more time that they spend on mm-hmm. it. So I really respect Hannah for just really 
taking it in a completely different direction and not being a part of that side of it. Yeah. I love it. It's kind of a necessary evil, you know? So it's like, use it for what it's meant, like for the good. Yeah. So I love that. about, And we're both passionate about that topic. So just to be Mm -hmm. able to talk to, to someone who does have such a huge influence and also struggles with that a little bit Mm -hmm. with her mental health. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was just really cool. I felt like a lot of, I felt like a lot of stuff that we questions we had got answered. Mm-hmm. that day mm-hmm. you know yeah plus she was hysterical like she had some of the funniest stories she did she told us some really funny stuff behind the scenes which we obviously cannot talk Share. about but y'all I mean she's so funny she's yeah. great she's a good one after that we had two couples oh that was so fun so okay tell them about like what you found about June and how we came about picking two couples yes. so June is one of the most popular wedding months So if you ever hear people talk about June brides or whatever, so it was the month of June and it was the month of June. (laughs) We had couples. So we had two couples on for that month just to kind of change it up, give a different dynamic. And the couples were both business owners. So that's kind of the spin we did for that. So our first one was the Tatums, which is Lauren and Eric Tatum. That's my business partner, Lauren and her husband. Mm-hmm. And theirs was probably the second most intense after David. <laughs> oh, y'all, they were so like intense, but I just, since I know them personally, like it just was cracking me up because they were very, both of them were very nervous. And Lauren mm-hmm. is just like, she literally hacked into our podcast account <laughs> and listened to like episodes that were not released yet. And asked all these questions and played Alex and I against each other to find out what we were going to ask her. I told her, I was like, no, we're not telling you this. Like, you can't know. And then she treated Alex and I like divorced parents. And she called Alex and was like, hey, like, just curious, Lindsay, you know, already told me this. But like, what's your take on it? And got a scoop from Alex. You know me, I'm an open book. I'm like, here you go. And then I came into it and she was like sending me smiley. I was like, Lauren! And she's like sending like smiley faces. I'm like, you know exactly yeah. what you yeah. did. They were so good. Yeah. They were so good on the podcast. Yeah, they were. I would say they're two people who work very hard in their businesses and very hard in their marriage. And my biggest takeaway from theirs was two things. One, marriage comes first mm-hmm. or God comes first, then marriage. Business comes after that. And then the other thing was really just about intentionality at, at work, in your marriage, with your kids, whatever, whatever you do, even if you're a stay at home mom, being intentional with every hour of your day and you know. They really do have like everything scheduled out to the minute. It is really, I mean, I don't know how they, I don't know how they do it. I mean, I know how they do it, but like, I don't, I'm like, I don't think I could ever do that. It baffles me. That's yeah. why I'm speechless right now. <laughs> well, I think it, I think it works for them. Yes. And you know, that may work for some people. It may not work for others. Like I'm, I'm not that like, I don't have lists of my groceries and the meals that I'm cooking throughout <laughs> the month on my fridge. Like Lauren does. 
Um, I'm a little more fly by the seat of my pants and that works for me. But I think some degree of being intentional with your time and like your goals, like you just have to have a plan and have it written down and kind of just communicate with each other knowing like, here's what we want to do in our business this month. Here's what we want to do in our marriage this month Mm -hmm. and just make it all intentional. And it may not look just like theirs, but you know, find what works for you. Um, I love how open they are about everything. mm -hmm. Like they are just like, here's what is working. Here's what's not. Here's what Mm -hmm. we're doing right. Here's what we're doing wrong. Here's what didn't work in the past. Here's where we really messed up. Like they will always give you a very transparent answer. Mm-hmm. So that is really cool. That's true. I love um, getting advice from people who are further along, mm-hmm. you know, like if, if they've been married for five years or 10 years or whatever, if you can learn a little something without having to learn the hard way, like that's great because yeah. lots of times that's why people end up being so passionate like that is because they've learned the hard way and they're like, don't do it this way. Do this. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's was, really good. It was really cool. And then we have Laura and Trevor Holbert mm-hmm. and I was honestly like not expecting their podcast or their story to be so smooth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and they yeah. like just work really well together. Yeah. I was like, do you guys not get sick of each other working together? And then you go home together and then you put the baby at home together. And they're like, no, they're like, no, we, we like being together. And I'm like, I spent four days with my boyfriend and I needed a break. And they're like, no. (laughs) Yeah. They just are too. And that's kind of a good example of like the difference between the Tatums and the Holberts. Yeah. You can tell they have different styles, but they both seem to have the same foundation and they both seem to have like this goal in mind, like business goals, marriage goals, the way they get there might look a little different. Um, But I think just having a target ahead that you're working towards, like I feel like they both have that. Yeah. And I feel like those were two great couples Mm -hmm. to interview. One of my favorite things about um, the Holberts was just hearing about how they took the leap of faith to start their business. And speaking of social media and other things that we're looking at of other people's lives, um, they had found inspiration from someone who was already doing what they wanted to be doing. And they were like, oh, I really wish I was doing that. Like, that's where I should be. They're living my life. And so they were like, that's it. I'm not going to live another day not doing my dream or whatever. And I was like, that's really cool how like someone inspired them to the point that they quit their jobs and completely changed their whole life. And it's just like, there really is power in sharing your testimony, sharing your story and sharing your life yeah. and being open. Who do you, do you have someone in mind that you follow that you're like, Ooh, them. Um, I was thinking about that. I'll think on it. Do you have someone off the I top of your head? I mean, I don't know if I had to say. <laughs> I um, love, like, I think Andy Dorfman is, mm-hmm. like, so cool and mm-hmm. inspiring. And she just, I love her. And I love, I do love Hannah Brencher's stuff. Mm-hmm. And I love, you know, all, I'm really into, like, all the Christian writers right now, like Mo mm-hmm. Isom. And yeah, she's awesome. And she's so funny. Yeah. Maybe, um, and I don't really follow her on social media, but like a Juliana Rancic or something. Yeah. Like I'm always like, 
she's just living her best life at the Oscars, <laughs> isn't she? <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I, I think there, there probably is some positive, like mm -hmm. role models that it's good to have and kind of use mm -hmm. as a, okay, this mm -hmm. kind of, cause a lot of people, I feel like they don't even know what they want to do. They might be like, I want to be a business owner, but what should, what business should I start? Well, it's that was like, a whole purpose. Remember? Yeah, yeah. That, that was the craziest part of the yeah. podcast. They were like, we knew the name and we had the LLC on our fridge, but we didn't know what it was going to be. Mm -hmm. I thought that was so cool. It almost like Backwards. pushed them in a way. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. we got the LLC. It's sitting right yeah. here. We have to figure it out. Yeah. I was thinking like, wow, maybe like I should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Lindsay Hogan Enterprises. <laughs> what will I do? <laughs> Oh my gosh. I think we know. I think we have some direction for you. Yeah. If you have a general I do. Idea. I just have to do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say for me, Carrie, like a Carrie Bradshaw. No, like that's, I love Carrie. Yeah. Like I know we both love Carrie, like a, like a blogger or yeah. like a writer. I don't see myself writing books necessarily, mm -hmm. but I don't know. You're good at like writing that. or hosting. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. Who can know? We all we love Carrie. <laughs> not such a good one. I didn't know we were picking fictional. Yeah. Or is it non fictional? I don't know. We'll attach our list of role models. <laughs> See below. <laughs> but yeah, no, it was so fun. I feel like we've learned a lot and gotten some cool takeaways, and just learned that no two marriages and no two businesses are the same. Um, but what is there one like? Okay, all these stories. What is like the one takeaway or the one thing that you're like, these all have a common denominator. They all have one thing in common that seems to be important or that they've all kind of touched on. What were we talking about? Oh, you know what I really do like, which I don't know if this is a common denominator, but it was something that really like sunk into my soul was when Hannah was talking about, um, the fact that you like, there's so many options in the world of things that you can pick and it just, everyone is doing something different and it, grass always looks greener. The other object looks shinier, but just picking like what you are good at. And Lauren talks about it too. Just staying in your, like staying in your lane and working on your strengths and just picking that one thing and just mastering it and mm -hmm. cultivating it and working hard. I feel like all the business owners have said like they all work hard. You know, there were points where they, they were just on 24 seven, but they wanted it and mm -hmm. they wanted to master it. And they knew that this was their craft that they wanted. And whether it was like something from the inside or something they were put into or something that they felt from God, they like managed, managed it, managed mm -hmm. the miracle mm -hmm. basically. Yeah. So that's that was really cool. Yeah. Kind of like back to the basics. Mm -hmm. Like just focus on what you started with. Yeah. Like if God gives you a little bit and you can take care of that little bit, he'll give you more. Exactly. So whatever it is that you want more of, like take care of what you have. Right? Yeah. I like that. What about you? Um, common denominator amongst them all. Um seems to really just be like hard work and not stopping and not giving up and being intentional. Like, I think you kind of have to have a plan of intentionality, like to do much of anything, um, successfully. So there's going to be like bumps along the way and, 
unexpected things. So I think probably just keep keeping at it Mm -hmm. because it's so easy to share your story when you're on the other side and you're like, okay, I'm here. I've made it. Things are going smoothly. Things are going well, but it's like, you know, people talk about how great it is, but they don't talk about like, well, back when I was first starting, there was, you know, just ups and downs and learning and failures Mm -hmm. and things like that. So I think just staying the course through all of that is probably what gets people to the place where they want to talk about how great it is on a podcast and share it. On the edge like, off. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Naturally. I so love I that. So, yeah. Well, thanks to all of our listeners yes. thus far. We're going to really have some amazing people coming up and we always are open to recommendations. Yes. Yes. So you can email us, you can DM us on social media but we would love to hear from y'all and I'm excited about this recap. It made me realize how many amazing people we've talked to. Yeah. I love it. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much for listening to take the edge off podcast. We hope this gives you some insight into the nitty gritty world of entrepreneurship. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The Edge Agency for podcast updates and more about what we're up to.